Yo, you know how to space, space. Shout out to man in his podcast. Shout out Squint. Shout out Cody. Bitch, Squint and Cody still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me. Waited that space like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen. They got to the dream, huh? Squint and Cody still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me. Waited that space like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen. Yeah. They got to the dream. Huh? Meanie, meanie, money, money. Catch your thotty by her toe. If she say she don't listen to the podcast, I let her go. If she say she do, to see a motherfucking keep a grim reaper killing beast without the effort, cause I'm eat good. Came from the bottom, so jump from the top rope. My head is mad, how I'm spitting the scout flow. I'm on my game, running up for that pop flow. We want a green second cheese, just like nachos, huh? Say, let me breathe for a second, huh? I'll be ballin' hawk out in these threes, like I'm reffin', huh? Squints and Cody, still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me, waited that spells like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen, they got to the dream, huh? Squints and Cody, still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me, waited that spells like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen, they got to the dream. And that's why we, oh, fuck me. That's why we <laughs> prefer Walmart. What's up, you guys? It's your boy, Squints, here with another episode of Two Men in Their Podcast. With Cody here. Um, Cody. Jesus, I fucking botched that shit. Yeah, it's usually me who fucks up the cold open, dog. My God, that one was bad. I started stuttering. I started... Bro, bro hit the Bubba Dudley. Yeah, I said. <laughs> dog, I was watching 2002 Raw. Like I have been the past like two weeks as I go to bed, and tell me why they're teasing Bubba versus Triple H for the world title. Cause dog, we want to watch Triple H bury Bubba. Dude, they I forgot the segment. Like Triple H was like walking backstage, and Bubba's getting ready to walk for his match, and bumped into Triple H. He goes, "Is there a problem?" And Bubba said, "There actually is a problem, brother," or something like that. He's like, "The problem is." I work for my stuff. I work to get titles and you don't. I was like, Jesus Christ. And he's like, well, you know what, man? How about me and you in the ring one day for this title? Imagine not think me. imagine not thinking Triple H is one of the best of all time. Dude. He's honestly so like we've probably mentioned it before on the podcast, but my top three goats, it goes, fucking get Steven the rock out of here. Let's get that off the floor. Yeah, hundred percent. Dudes couldn't lace a pair of boots to save their lives, but they were charismatic, and that's all they needed back then. But my top three, when it comes to, like, goats, Cena, Orton, Triple H. No specific order, but those Dog. three are my goats. I, I'll give you order right now. Fucking Bret Hart, Booker T, and Triple H. Okay, okay. Okay. I just want them to fucking put the title on Cena one more time. Get that fucking record out of Richard's hands. No, team. they fucking, I mean, yes, but they also, WWE said, fuck Pride Month. It's Cena Month. <laughs> what? I woke up and I seen a post from WWE. It said, happy June. That means I'm like, oh shit, they changed it. And they said, C-Nation, stand up. And I was like, there ain't no way. There ain't oh, no way. Don't feel it right now. <laughs> Sorry, you're not queer anymore. You're a John Cena fan. I <laughs> don't make the rules. Dog, my work is probably going to do more for Pride Month than fucking the Fed is. Dog, that's just crazy. They didn't even go like, hey, Sonya Deville. You want yeah. to talk? 
<laughs> you want to talk about how you're like the only gay person on our roster right now? Dude, like, at the very least, at the very, very, very least, they can acknowledge Billy and Chuck. Dog. The- yeah, like a joke, like a hundred percent. Like, I know people will take it the wrong way if they posted Billy and Chuck, but that is, like, the most, like, I could definitely see Johnny A sitting backstage, and he's talking to, like, some fucking teenager who's the uh, social media intern. He's like, oh, hey, how about you put Billy and Chuck? Dog, I would, I yeah, honestly, I would go with a fucking Satinarella, like the, like, fucking Santino and drag, like, fuck, at least it's something. What if they did? What if they? I'm not saying they should, but what if they did Pride Month, but it was just all parody, all parody? They did like fucking Vito in a dress. They did Dog. Cinderella, Dog. Billy I, and Chuck. I've had Billy so Chuck. so much dick in my mouth. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> but um, like, but yeah, no. They said fuck a Pride Month. You can't see us. Fucking. Yeah. A hundred percent. They fucking. One, one time for the champ is here, brother. You're like, what the fuck? I literally, like, when I woke up and seen that, I was, I thought, I thought Vince McMahon was finally coming around, but nope. The, nope. They said, hey, Sonia DeVille, um, instead of pipping you out for this month, uh, we're just going to forget you exist. Um, <laughs> they said, fuck AEW Summer of Punk. We're having a goddamn Summer of Cena. Five knuckle shuffle. My God. That shit's crazy. That shit is crazy. You know what else is crazy? My night at the fucking club, brother. (laughs) That was a fucking, like, I hate saying this, but that shit was a movie. That shit was nuts. I've never, like, I have mixed feelings. I want to go to the club again, but at the same time, I do not. So, how it all went down is Friday. Oh, if you, since for the people who lack, uh, the video, the Zoom call. Squinch just took his hat <laughs> and turned it backwards like fucking Ash Ketchum and said, guess what? It, it, it's fucking time. All right. So you ready, Cody? You want to hear this shit? <laughs> no, because I didn't tell Cody much. I, I mean, I drunk texted Cody, I think, and I don't think you replied. Until... No, you text me, I'm drunk. And then in the morning, I went, LMAO. <laughs> that, that, like, that's... I'm pretty sure I spelled drunk with a J too. I think so. But so Friday night was my birthday. It's gonna go down as probably the worst birthday days, like birthday nights ever, because like it just sucked. I worked all day, didn't have no plans. Saturday rolls around and my friend's like, hey, we're going out tonight. It's your fucking birthday. And I said, Bet, let's hit up. We're all stressed for less. Let me buy an outfit real quick and let's get the night going. We run to Ross, I buy an outfit. I come home, my family's over, celebrating my uh, uncle's birthday. Damn, oh, that's damn. <laughs> Get fucked. Uh, and around like 10 o'clock, my friend's like, hey, uh, so-and-so doesn't get off until like 11 o'clock tonight. And I said, all right, well, how about me and you just hit the club? And then when he's off work, he can meet us there because I'm not trying to wait around all night for him. Like, no offense. And he's like, all right, bet. Sounds good. We get to this club, dude. I walk in or not even walking i walk up to the door and i have my id ready and he's looking at it looking at it bending it and scans it and he goes this is a fake and my exact words were i'm 23 years old why the fuck would i need a fake and i i read off my address i read i told him what my birthday was i told him what fucking zodiac sign i was on there i told him everything and then i luckily dude i have three expired ids in my wallet for whatever reason 
Hell and yeah. I showed them all three of those. And I was like, here's this one, here's that one, and here's this one. Why would I have three fake ID or four fake IDs and three of them expired or like voided? And he's like, sure, you're right, man, go in. And I was like, damn right. So then he marks my hand for whatever reason to say that he checked my ID. And then I get in, I get in, and I like walk to the pay window. And I didn't know there was a pay window. I didn't know it was a pay window. I thought it was just like there for decoration. So I went to walk into the dance club and big fucker grabs me by the chest and just shoves me back and he goes, you got to pay. And I was like, whoa, shit, my bad brother. And I pay, my friend pays. And then we go to the back corner and we're just sitting there and I'm like texting people. I'm like, hey, pop out, come out tonight, come out tonight. I'm posting him on my Snapchat story and girls are hitting me up like, oh, who's he? Give me a Snapchat. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, sure thing, dude. Only if you come out and they're like, oh, I can't tonight. I had one stripper tell me to come to her strip club, but my friend's only 20 at the time, so we couldn't. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a drink. When I tell you this was the strongest Jack and Coke of my life, I, I'm almost positive the dude just went boop, 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 and then of Coke. Almost- That's what the Knights of Columbus did to me and Joe. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me that. And that's exactly <laughs> what it reminded me of. Because I would support, I drank it, and I, it took me like 20 minutes to drink this first one. I was like, oh. It, yeah, it was raw. Kept on telling myself, I was like, once I get through this first one and get a little bit in my system, that second one won't be as bad, and then, then I will go on. And then surely I went up to the bar, and I told my friend, I was like, hey, let's just sit up at the bar. I don't want to be that guy that sits in the back corner of the club and just like sitting there. That's just weird. So then I buy another one. And I'm sitting at the bar, drinking it, drinking it. And I turn around to look at my friend and I see a regular from work. And I was like, there's no fucking way this is happening right now. I was like, there's no fucking way. This dude's in his mid-30s. Why is he here? Why is he clubbing? Why is he at the club right now? And I spun my chair back around and I bought another drink. And it was like that Stone Cold thing. Like, drink one Jack and Coke, what, two, what, three, and so on. My third one went down a lot smoother than the first two. And this is whenever I start feeling a tiny bit of a buzz. And I was like, all right, let's go ahead and walk towards the dance floor. And I'm still this little bar that's like, and I start like just bobbing my head, bobbing my head. I buy another one. And now I'm on four and I'm like, okay. And then my fifth one, I'm like, all right, give me a Jack and Coke. And the bartender goes, okay, and brings it back. And she's like, I accidentally put some Sprite in there, my bad. And I was like, what? How do you accidentally put Sprite in a Jack and Coke? It's a different button on the gun, dog. Just I, I know, I know. But she like had to have held that button down. Like it wasn't just a squirt. Because I took a drink of this and that shit was 75% Jack, like 10%, what's it called, uh, Sprite, and then the rest Coke. And I was like, all right, sure. And I started drinking it. And now the music's getting louder. The light shills are going nuts. And it's like... <laughs> and like the lights are going on and off so rapidly i'm like getting dizzy and then they fucking hit the goddamn stone cold fucking club ring on in there i'm like jesus christ dude and then god damn it my internet internet connection is unstable can you hear me yes i can okay and the lights are going on and off and they're going off for like three seconds and then on for a second off for three seconds and each time they come back on, this girl's closer and closer and closer towards me. And I'm just standing still. 
and like back up. Bro got a weeping angel. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I don't want her to bump into me on accident. I don't want to fucking, I I don't want to do anything. Like I, I'm terrified right now because the fucking light shows are scaring me. And and she's backing, 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 backing. And then I'm not even kidding. She was inches away from me. The lights came back on and her friends dragging her away from me. And I was like, what's happening? What's going on? And then I turned around and looked Damn. at my friend. Like, you ever that ugly that you have a girl have her friends pull you dude, away? Here's the thing. I was going after the ugly friend. <laughs> her other two friends, tens. I was going after like a six. Or as uh, Paulie D calls them, grenades. Bro and- bro was managing. Bro was doing, <laughs> was not shooting above his pay grade. No, I was not. I was like, I know what my standard, I know what standards go after me. And if I have to go below my standard, I will. And that's what, that's what was happening. But like, as this is happening, all like five or six of these Jack and Cokes are just hitting me all at once at one time. And I'm like, oh my. And I looked at my friend and I was like, we got to go. He's like, you ready to go? And I was like, I'm ready to go. And he's like, all right, we got to dance on our way out. And I was like, no. And I'm walking out and I turn around and I see my friend doing the goddamn party boy dance just all through the club. And I'm like, Jesus, fuck, dude. We get outside and we start walking towards his car. And I look at him and I'm like, I am right now. And he was like, he was like, I know. And I was like, all right, let's go back to your house and let's drink some more. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure. And as we're driving away, we get like 10 minutes into the road of a 30 minute drive and I'm sitting there. He's like, all right, what gas station do you want to go to to buy alcohol? And I said, take me home. He's like, what? And I was like, take me home. I can't drink no more. I cannot do this. And he's like, what? And I was like, just, I'm ready to get home. Like, I'm ready to get home. And he was like, all right, sure thing, pal. And I'm like texting my stepmom and I'm like, hey, just FYI, I've had a few drinks. Unlock my, uh, unlock the front door so I don't have trouble getting in tonight. She's like, okay. And I walked in. And then the rest of the night's a blur. Like, I just remember walking in, drunk texted people, called my best friend. I watched 2002 Raw. And yeah, that was bro, my was, bro got halfway through the trip and was like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, when I tell you they all hit me at once, they fucking wrecked me all at once. Because they were all fine up until that, like, up until like we left the club and we were driving and then they just boom just hit me like a like a truck and I was just like whoa like I remember like sitting in the front seat of my friend's car doing one of these just nodding my head everywhere and I was like oh my oh my and all I'm thinking to myself is there is no way I can walk into a gas station right now and <laughs> buy anything they will deny me there's no way they'll accept it if I walk in like this I was like if I walked in bought something they would be like You've had enough, kid. Go home. Like, I can't wait till I'm legally able to drink. Dude, it's... And like I said, I don't know how I feel about it because now I'm planning on going again. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to just because, like, too many people. Too many people. Oh, true, true. Like, when I... Like that, because when we got there, it was empty as hell. But then, like, when we left, the whole dance floor was just, like, crowded with people. And, like, I went to an 18 and over dance club, which is basically what that means is. Now that college is out, that's where all the frats go. You uh-huh. frats. 
parties, they all go there. So it was a bunch of frat bros. Just yeah. Just next time you see a frat bro, make up some Greek like letter, like, and say you're in. Like I'm in. Oh. I'm in Kappa Delta Sigma, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Doug, are you part of Kappa Kappa Clitoris Zap? Yeah. No, no way. No way, bro. Because that's another thing, dude. Like there was a like I seen a guy wearing a ski mask. A guy <laughs> mask and he sat in the corner dog i would have been dog baltimore has fed me i would have got right the fuck out bro bro would have came in the entrance with the ski mask i'd be like all right peace see ya have a good life things about to air out uh no dude he what's it called was wearing a ski mask and he fucking what's it called like just sat in the front corner they didn't have a drink they didn't have his phone out he was just eyeing everyone down and i was like he was looking for someone he was motherfuckers motherfucker had a knife in his hand was about to like assassin's creed walk through that crowd no that's another thing too dude the security guard fucking they check you at the door so like whenever whenever i walked in or whatever the security guard like told me to spread out and i was like okay and i'm not even kidding dude he kept on like patting my uh sides down and then he kept on grabbing my thigh and he kept on like grabbing my pocket and he's like, what's this? What? And like kept on yanking it. And I was like, dog, it's my vape. Chill out. And he's like, okay. And then I turn around and he's doing the same thing to my friend, but grab my friend's fucking cock. And all I hear <laughs> is my friend say, you're grabbing my dick, fucking quit. And the guy just like pushed him inside. I was like, you're good. And I was like, what did you just tell me? Like he grabbed my dick. So I told him to fucking quit. Dog was, dog was getting his rocks off. But yeah, that was my night my night out at the club. It was nothing like Jersey Shore. <laughs> nothing like Jersey Shore. Also, the regular from my club was in the DJ booth. I forgot to mention that. He he found a way into the DJ booth and was hyping the crowd up, which I can like I'm praying to God he didn't recognize me so I can call him out on it first. So oh, hell yeah. When he comes in, he's not like, hey, you were drunk at the club. When he comes in and be like, hey, fuck you, Brett. You were in the fucking DJ booth. Standing above the dude with a ski mask. <laughs> dude, I want to know the dude in a ski mask story. We got to get him on the pod. What What was he doing in that club? Dude, and it wasn't just like a ski mask that you put on like this. It was like, I don't know how to explain it. It was like a hooded one. Yeah. Like it, how, it how, what were you doing in the club? I want to know. I want to know who you were looking for. I want to know what they did. And I want to know what you were going to do. That's well, Like I told you off air, I heard gunshots mid what's it called. Like, sure. I think he said something up outside. I think bro was like, uh, Delta Echo, uh, Target is Target is leaving the club right now. Get your shot ready. <laughs> no, dude, because I'm not even kidding. I heard somebody getting like, there's no way wherever those gunshots were going. It's like they were on a mission because, like I said, in the middle of the music, it was just, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck was that? And everybody's just dancing, just fucking. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Now I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, somebody just got fucking murdered. Bro so was like, uh, Delta Echo, uh, the, the target is leaving. Send the squad after him. But like this dude, bro was- heard the shield music before he died. So <laughs> <laughs> now another thing I learned is if I were to ever open up a uh, what's it called a dance club, I'm gonna do nothing but WWE ruthless aggression 
fucking club remixes. Oh, dog, you think an Eddie Guerrero remix wouldn't go hard as fuck in the club? I'm talking Eugene, bro. I'm talking a Eugene club remix. Nah, give me a we lie, we cheat, we stay in the club. That's just gonna pop off like crazy. Dog, I was so drunk, I started doing the Eddie. I started doing the Eddie, dude. Oh, I started dude. In my chest. I was getting ready to start taking back bumps. Hell yeah, dog. I was um, ready to fucking. <laughs> the next uh, bit in their podcast is something that kind of has to be discussed because it's podcast lore. Um, my relationship <laughs> with Abigail is in a rocky area right now. We are trying to make things work. Um, we do, however, have a hard date on, hey, if things don't get better by then, there's no point in us continuing. So and it, it, I'm only bringing it up because like it is podcast lore. She has been on the pod. You guys have heard her voice and like she has been a big deal of my life for the past three years. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a situation that's kind of breaking down moment by moment. If shit doesn't work out, me and Cody are moving out to Wyoming. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah, we I'm I'm first off, I'm going straight menace mode. Um, like dog, the second the second either one of us say, Hey, this isn't working out, Tinder will already be on my phone. Um and I'll have someone giving me their number so I could actually use Tinder. Uh and I'm going straight menace. I'll Tinder premium. I'm going nuts. Um, and yeah, we're moving out to Wyoming. <laughs> if I don't get my life together, I said August, but I'm moving the day back because that's too close. If I don't have my life together by the end of the year, there's a very good chance me and Cody are moving out to Wyoming. And Dog, fuck it. Uh, Wyoming can't be that hard to live in. No, if GCW can pack a house there, why can't we get a bachelor pad out there? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, there are interesting new developments, and there's a development that I cannot talk about on the pod, um, just for fear. Just for fear of if someone I know listens um, before that hard date. Um, so, yeah, that's a podcast lore update. Um, I don't know what the next segment is. Uh, Jack Evans, that is set in... I think finalized, hopefully. I fucking hope it is. Uh, right now, the date that his agent told me we're doing is June 9th, 8 p.m. Eastern time, so that'd be 7 p.m. Central. Me and Jack Evans, former AEW, former fucking Lucha Underground, former Wrestling Society X, former Former fucking- AAA, former AAA. The Crash, former yeah. CMLL. Is uh, going to be on a man in this podcast. And like, all due respect, Uncle Tony and Buff Bagwell, but this is probably the biggest guest I've had on to date. This and is the biggest uh, by like career metric, not the biggest by emotional metric, which would be you know, Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony was like, so like Uncle Tony, Buff, and fucking Jack are all like in my top three for different reasons. Tony, it started off as a bit and I fucking dug deep and fucking got him on. I was that's like that story still fucking crazy to me that I literally got on cage match found a promotion he worked for like six years ago found that promoter and the promoter gave Tony my phone number sent a hey brother brother email to the promoter and then 
uh, fucking Buff Bagwell. That was just cool because it's cool to say I had a former WCW superstar on. And then Jack Evans just, like, is honestly one of the most insane wrestlers, like, when it comes to just fucking high spots. So to have him on is going to be sick, especially fresh off of an AEW contract. So wait, I have a I don't keep up with AEW at fucking all. Um is Angelico still with them? Yes. So Jack Evans mentioned in uh Chris Van Vleet's podcast, I think, that they renewed Angelico, but not Jack Evans. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure exactly why, and I will find out like if I because I don't know the tracked or not, and he did I don't know if he tried to get renewed or not. But, like, I mean, he said he was feeling lazy and unmotivated there. And I think there's a reason why he didn't want to be in AEW. That's so. crazy, considering Angelico's, like, debut promo. Like, not debut promo, but his, like, video package was just him on the phone with Jack. Like, it was, like, we all knew Angelico was going. It was him building up to being like, oh, Jack's coming too. And then... That was, that was a big fucking deal, dude. Yeah, because they were both trapped in a hell Lucha Underground contract. Yeah. Yeah. No fucking kidding. Speaking of hell Lucha Underground contracts, fucking Johnny Elite has signed an open contract to fight anyone in AEW. Whatever that fucking means. Don't care. Don't care. I could give a shit less about John Morrison. I've had enough of seeing people calling him great. The motherfucker cannot hit his own finish to save his life. I th- well, I think he just needs a different finish, but he uh he Starship Pain sucks. He never hits it. Never hits it. Yeah. Um I haven't gave a fuck about John Morrison since Austin Aries knows all them. So That's nuts too. Oh yeah, that was a fucking crazy time of events, but since then I could literally give a fuck. Last time I for real gave a fuck about John Morrison was twenty eleven, whenever he was the fucking and parkour was a thing. When parkour was big and his whole gimmick was like I'm a street runner. I make everything an obstacle. And he would just like fucking jump over a crate in the backstage yeah. area. 2011. I wasn't in GV yet. I just, I guess I just didn't watch. It was a bad time in WWE. That was around the Capital Punishment pay per view. Oh, I, de- yeah, I definitely didn't watch. I was keeping up through the games at that point. He said, I was keeping up with whenever I was off parole. I wasn't in GV yet, motherfucker. That uh, was four years after that. Wrestle news coming our way. Uh, double or nothing happened. Uh, did you hear, you heard a little bit about the MJF situation, right? I I know he bought a fake flight and didn't show up until super late, and then got power bombed to high hell, um, and then. Tony Khan said he's on a hiatus. So basically what happened for the listeners, I don't know. Saturday, uh, MJF did not show up to a meet and greet. No show to Denny and Tristone or nothing. Sunday, he did not show up to T-Mobile Arena where Double or Nothing was until seconds before his entrance. He did not show or minutes before his entrance. And then he didn't make it to Gorilla until well into his entrance song. So that happened, and then he left right after his match. Him and Tony Khan apparently had a meeting on Monday. Um, he's supposed to be – there's a segment from AEW tonight, and it says we hear from MJF. My personal belief is if MJF comes out and says he's been released or he quits, this was all a work. 
That's yeah. what I, I think my actual belief is, I think this started off as a shoe and then it got resolved. And then, you know, Tony, he's a fucking Mark. He's like, did a bunch of coke. He's like, listen, X, listen, what if we made this a work? And X was like, yeah, sure thing, dude. He's like, all right, now listen, buy a plane ticket. Did another line, and Max was probably like, right, so yeah, I'm I'm very curious on how, um, because I saw the SRS reported that he bought the ticket, or maybe it was Sean Ross Sapp. It was one uh, of them. No, Sean Ross Sapp and SRS are the same person. Oh well, fucking whatever. <laughs> I don't, dude. You want to? That's how much I pay attention to the wrestling. Well, I know. Seen a, he's seen proof of a ticket, but no one knows who bought the plane ticket. If it was MJF, if it was Tony, if it was a fucking fan being a prick. Yeah, or, so how, how do you... That's what I'm wondering. How do you see proof of someone bought a plane ticket for someone? Like, you can't just go on Capital One website and be like... Well, not Capital One, fucking Southwest. And yeah. be like, hey... Uh, Who's taking up this spot on this plane? Oh, MJF? Like, you can't do that. So unless MJF personally texted them and were like, hey, I'm uh, brother, I have a ticket. Or Tony, like, slid him some money and was like, hey, promote this angle for me. Like, there's no way that that is possible without having a direct source. That's what I'm thinking, dude. That's what I mean, because he didn't get on the plane. He showed up for his match. Like, and, like, I, I don't know. And, like, people were, I don't know. I hate like acting this way, but I think it's a work because I think it started off as a shoot, obviously, but now it's slowly turning into a work, a work shoot, which and I do think they kind of fuck people over with him no showing the meet and greet, but yeah, that too, which is what I think. I think that part's a shoot. I think MJF was just a prick and didn't show up, but then they turned it into a work. Um, yeah, I even honestly, dog, MJF isn't like my low tier like the lowest tier of people i care about in wrestling so like i don't find the keeping kayfabe being a dick thing good funny anything else i think it's ridiculous i think it's stupid i think it's just being a dick um yeah i don't enjoy it i don't particularly enjoy mjf in the ring either so i could give a fuck about anything that's going on so like i enjoy him keeping kayfabe but then it becomes a point to where it starts becoming a dickhead. But it's actually really funny watching him break character at meet and greets. Like there was a time that a little kid tried flipping him off and put up like his pinky and MJF like cracked a smile real quick and then like noticed he was like, oh shit, never mind, I'm on camera and then stopped. But like, I don't know. Like he's he is good when he wants to be, but nine times out of ten, he just makes like two thousand rock jokes. Yeah. Like, like- I don't care about Putang Pie, dog. I... <laughs> yeah, but that happened um, at AEW Double or Nothing. CM Punk won a world title in 2022. Yeah, um, listen, <laughs> um, I find CM Punk enjoyable, okay? I'll, I'll even go as far to say I find CM Punk sexy, but um, motherfucker does not need a title. Uh that's like if they gave Sting the title right now. It's not needed at all. Well, um, like, I don't know. People are like, well, aren't you glad you didn't put the title on him right when he debuted? I'm like, that's not how AEW works. Like, I mean, like, yes, but also, like, that's the bare minimum. So, 
My issue is Tony Khan said he knew who his first four world champions were going to be, which is tremendous. Amazing long-term storytelling. My issue is once you gave Hangman that title, you didn't know what to fucking do, and it felt from the jump that you had no idea by putting him in bullshit. Like, not bullshit, but just throwing together feuds with Daniel Bryan, and then throwing together a match against Lance Archer, and then that bullshit feud with Adam Cole, and then just, this was punk. Like, it was like... Oh no! I didn't even know he feuded with Adam Cole. Uh, I I think genuinely that the next AEW World Champion should be Lance Archer. He is one of the few people that I am entertained by in AEW right now. Um, yeah, give it to Lance Archer or give it to the House Black. Yes, yes, I could rock with like uh, Malachi, like. It'd be cool to see Malachi being champion and then Brody and uh, uh, fucking Buddy Matthews or whatever his name is. Yeah. Being tag champions. And yeah. then the heart, have her win the women's title. I'd, I'd love that so much. Um, but I honestly don't care about... Uh, I know that's something I do care about. I know uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker won their respective wings of the Owen Hart tournament. That was actually like, I don't like the winners, but I have a good feeling Martha got to choose the winners, if that makes so, sense. I talked about this with my father way before, um, like, this tournament even happened. Like, we had a suggested Owen Hart tournament, because me and my dad used to do, like, fantasy league, but with wrestlers. Like, we would draft people at the beginning of the year and, like, make, like, universe mode, but on pen and paper. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking sick. Um, we had this prospective tournament, and we always were like, if an Owen Hart tournament happens, it has to be a heel who wins. Because, like, it's Owen Hart. It has to be a heel who wins. So someone like Adam Cole and Britt Baker, who are, I'm not quite sure about Adam Cole, but Britt Baker is pretty tweener, um, as far as I know. She's, Britt Baker is heel ish i guess yeah all that you like um so like heels winning it i have no problem with um i think it was the right way to go i don't think those heels particularly were the right people to win but it had to be a heel that won the owen hart tournament at least the first time and then tony khan bought an extra hour for the pay-per-view i heard my tattoo artist was telling me about it bought an extra hour just for martha he said he bought an extra hour because he told Martha to go out there. And if she wanted to talk for 10 seconds, 10 seconds is cool. If you want to talk for an hour, go for it. Talk however long you want, which I think is amazing because I don't know if you've seen clips of her speech. Not at all. She did a speech for the Owen Hart Foundation winners or whatever. And it like almost brought a tear to my eye because it's as close as we're going to get to a Owen Hart Hall of Fame induction speech, which is what it felt like. Mm-hmm. She was talking about his accomplishments and how uh, much of a great man he was. And in my opinion, that like filled a void for her to be able to just talk publicly in front of wrestling fans about her husband and not have him go to WWE. Oh, yeah. I think um, I have a really special heart, really special place for Owen Hart. Um, I and the second young the second oldest in my family, my older brother, rest in peace. Um, I always, like, growing up, related to Owen Hart just a lot more. 
than Bret Hart. So like Owen Hart is my guy. He will forever be my guy. I have a like old, really old Owen Hart figure in my room, just on the wall. Um, Owen Hart is wrestling to me. He is everything that wrestling is from his new Japan run to blue blazer, even though it's comedy and it's thick as hell. We go to the King of hearts. Owen Hart is my guy. And I haven't gone back and watched the speech yet. Completely fair, but like Owen is someone who deserves to be celebrated. Someone who deserves to be brought up in every conversation. My next tattoo is a heart foundation tattoo because of my family. Like, you know how you know how fucking Bret Hart on his thigh has the four black hearts for him and his brothers. That, that well, that's what the four black hearts are. It's for him and his brothers. I just didn't know he had a tattoo in general. No, no, on his gear. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought yeah. you meant okay. No, on his gear, on his right thigh, I believe he has four black hearts going down. Sometimes they're pink, sometimes they're white. Yeah. But most of the time they're black. Uh, that is for him and his brothers. That that's the next tattoo I'm getting, but on my arm. That's sick. That's so, not- because I am the second oldest, I have one above me and two below me. That's the next fucking tattoo for me. I love the Heart Foundation. I love Owen Hart getting a tournament. I love the Owen Hart Foundation. He like Tony Khan should have done like that hour buying, even though she did not use it all up. I'm assuming. No. Uh, it was it was a great effort by Tony. No, and Tony gets like shit on often, rightfully so. But that's a good thing that he did. Like I love that because, like, just because he said he didn't know and she didn't know how long she was going to be out there, and he just wanted to play it safe rather than like having to cut matches short or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. because like imagine how long she's what ninety nine, like yeah twenty three she, years. She's been keeping all this pretty like silent into the main audience for 23 years yeah like that's a lot to get off your chest if she would have went an hour no one would have complained no and i think she even said something like along the lines of it feels good to be able to talk to a wrestling audience again because like one thing that i dislike is that wwe tried making her out to be an evil person for not having owen in the hall of fame WWE killed her husband. Yeah, 100%. Like, they used faulty carabiner. They didn't use the fucking, right, the normal crew they used. They decided to do it in-house. Like, they killed her husband. I am very curious, however. This is just the shit stormer, uh, like shit stirrer in me. Um, You remember when Mark Henry at the Hall of Fame went, hey, Martha... Let us use your fucking husband's rights. And now Mark Henry is in AEW. Uh, do you think he apologized? Yes. Do you think he was like, listen, that was something I was told to say, uh, but I understand where you're coming from? Yes, because one thing about Mark is he seems to be the bigger person. Him and like Leo Rush had beef about something. I forgot what, but apparently... Like when Leo Rush was in AEW for a bit, Mark Henry like pulled him aside backstage and was like, "Hey, let's talk our differences out." So like, I 100% do believe that 
within these past few weeks with Martha being backstage and all that around AEW, I do think Mark Henry probably did, like, apologize. Well, then, good, and I don't have any other shit to talk. If he didn't apologize, it's fuck Mark Henry. Oh, yeah, because I remember that. Like, he was, like, trying to make her, like, feel, like, trying to throw in a guilt trip. Yeah, he was, like, he was, like, us fans and us wrestlers want to honor your husband. Let us honor your husband. Motherfucker, no. And what that meant is, hey, Vince wants to use his rights for a movie or a or something. Hey, Vince wants to put him in the game and give you shit royalties. Um, That's another thing. She, like, it's crazy because Owen Hart signed to a Legends contract with AEW, which, in my opinion, is the most badass thing ever because now there's an Owen Hart figure. There's two figures that are coming out. Um, oh, wait, for real? I'm not a figure guy, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, his New Japan gear is one of them. Oh, the baby blue? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then King of Hearts gear. Fuck, I'm not a figure guy, but I'm not sure when they release. But he's also going to be in the video game. I'm pretty sure they're working on a documentary for him. Like, it's nuts that Owen Hart's being, like, finally recognized on a big stage. Like, and Martha's approving it. And Martha... Oh. I don't even really like AEW figure styles, but fuck. But yeah. Um, there was one other thing I was going to say. I'm trying to think. But no, yeah. I do think Mark Henry apologized. I think it was amazing that she got to talk about her husband finally. And yeah, it's fucked WWE for that. Because after, because I, so listen, when Mark Henry was saying that at the Hall of Fame years ago, and I was like, fuck yeah, Mark, I stand with you. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking, let's force Martha to honor her husband. But then I watched that uh, Dark Side of the Ring and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Why would she let them? Why would you, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, because the, the fucked up part is Vince didn't try it out. Imagine Vince, like, dying. I wish. Uh, Wrestling would not be where it is right now. That's for goddamn sure. Dog, I am gonna spend so much money on this Owen Hart figure. You look it up? Did you find it? Yeah, I just see a bunch of concept art, but holy fuck. Who makes it? Who makes their figures? I don't I don't know. It's called the AW Lumiere collection. I'm trying because I just seen it. Jazzware. I went to type in Owen Hart on Twitter, and one of the top ones was accident trending. And it happened 23 years ago. Yeah, but it's probably trending because of double or nothing. Jazzware and Ringside Collectibles is who makes their stuff. Here, I sent you the uh, actual one. I'm not sure if you found it, but I sent you the actual concept oh, for it. Fuck yeah. Dog, I am in love. Dog, the king of hearts. Dude, I'm going to spend so much fucking money. I'm not a big figure guy either, but that's so sick. No, I am an anti-figure guy. I have one figure, all right? I have a Macho Man Defining Moments uh, white and purple figure. 
Oh, and I my dad bought me an AEW Cody Rhodes like classic figure that looks like one of the toys from like the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Those ones are sick. The, but like that's all I own. I forgot what the exact style of those are called, but yeah. The wrestling superstars QB, like 08 series one. Yeah, those are sick. The Young Bucks, Kenny and uh, Cody all have that. Which is another thing. Do you hear what Seth Rollins said to Cody? No, I didn't. So they're feud and they have a big feud. They're having their blow off match at uh, Hell in a Cell and a Hell in a Cell match, which I think, in my opinion, is going to go down as one of the best Hell in a Cell matches because it's Cody. I hope it's better than Seth Rollins' last one. His last one was against Edge. Oh, well, then the one before that. If you're talking about The Fiend, I think he's at a few. Cent- yeah, no, definitely. I'm trying to. No, it was actually Edge and then The Fiend, yeah. Yeah, fuck The Fiend match, which he might return to soon, apparently. But Ew. <laughs> they're feuding. Uh, Edge and, or not Edge, Seth and fucking Cody are feuding. And Seth dropped a line. He said, you don't get the smash, or you don't get to take a sledgehammer to the throne and then come back and try to take that throne back from me or something like that. And I was like, ooh, they acknowledged it. They acknowledged him fucking taking a sledgehammer to the fucking throne. When, in one of the cheesiest AEW moments ever. Dude, it was one I remember like watching it and be like, oh, this is so cool. But looking back, I'm like, oh, like, what the fuck? Dog, I hate I'm wrestling. Especially now, dude, I hate when people take shots at each other. I truly fucking do. Now they're in good fun, like no harm. But that one, like, full intentions of, hey, fuck you, Hunter. Oh, no, that was to get all the uh, AW man children to be like, oh. Yeah. Tossing up the fucking too sweet. Too sweet? I hate when people do that, dog. My dad's one of them. Uh, Dog. Dude, I hate it because me and my friends, we fucking dude. So me and my friends, we were like my main group of wrestling friends. We're always hanging out every pay-per-view. Fucking. Imagine having wrestling friends, you fucking nerd. Dude, I'm I'm not proud of it. But we have like three or four pictures of us like all like there's one of us in my friend's backyard ring all of us tossing up a two sweet there's one of us all wearing a wrestling shirt standing in my friend's living room tossing up a two sweet and looking back i'm like that has to be the corniest dog i would simply kill myself i like that's just as bad as going up to your friend and be like (laughs) like dog i hate watching old men do that shit dude my my uh manager the one that i uh talk to you about often i'm not gonna lie about his yeah yeah like his just fucking brain dead views he randomly came up to me and like he knows i watch wrestling and i can tell he only follows wrestling from like google trending stories (laughs) and he goes he goes today he goes you hear about sasha and naomi and i said what about him he's like they walked out and i said three weeks ago pal he's like yeah, but, and I was like, but what? He's like, I think it's a storyline. I was like, all right, I'm done talking wrestling with you. <laughs> I, In fact, I hate wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I hate when people who don't watch wrestling try to bring up wrestling and talk about it because they always bring up, oh, I used to watch it when it was real. Dog, I, I simply don't tell people <laughs> I like wrestling. I said this multiple times on air, but when I go out of town to do shows, 
uh, my boss and all my friends think it's out of town to do radio. I, <laughs> I'm never telling anyone again at work that it's for the podcast or for wrestling because if you bring up podcast and then they ask what a podcast is or exactly what it is and you try explaining and then once they hear the word wrestling, they go, wrestling, you say? And I'm like, yeah, wrestling. No, I, I'm sorry. I talked about uh, beating my dick on air. I don't know how. <laughs> Jack, you know, are getting horny and eating wings. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd rather tell someone, hey, I'm a sex worker. Uh, with no no shame to sex worker, it's just not for me. Um, rather tell people, hey, I'm a sex worker, than be like, hey, I like wrestling and I have a wrestling podcast. I yeah, I'd much rather be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a prostitute. Yeah, I'm people a- pay to watch me get railed. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what the podcast is about. The podcast is actually. An hour long, just completion of me getting railed in the ass. It's Dog, not- you were. Um, this is something I probably should say off air, but you remember that uh fucking Tinder podcast idea I had? I remember the idea, but not like what it fully was. Like just matching with everyone possible and be like, "Hey, do you want to answer some questions?" Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if by this certain date nothing happens, you wanna you wanna get that off the ground again? <laughs> I mean, sure, but I'm not using mine because mine's to get bitches. Damn true. I don't get any matches, but I definitely won't if I put in the fucking bio. I am a podcast. Swipe right if you want to be on. That'll give me a reported. Uh, dog. Um, it's first off, it's um, I have something called skinny white boy disease and it has this effect that ever since little peep died i cannot get girls to get away from me when i'm single so i can get people on the podcast i remember it now but yeah i mean like if you want to because i used to try something like that on um omegle but it backfired quickly yeah how many dicks do you see in five seconds (laughs) dude i would literally just i forgot what i would make the keyword and I would ask people, like, hey, do you want to answer three random questions for my YouTube series? And they'd be like, nope, skip, nope, skip. Dog, I'll have to find this picture. Um, and I will put it on Twitter as well. Um, but I have this picture of me on Omegle the year before I went to Juvie. And it's me just, like, shocked at this KKK member that's just in full gear. I'll find it, dog. Hold up. Dude, I remember I, uh, what's it called? I was on Omega once at a friend's house. And this lady that I was under the impression was more than a friend was over. And somebody said, is that your girlfriend? And I said something I was like, uh, I, I forgot what I was going to say, but she goes, she goes, nope, it won't be. And I just said, all right, yeah, yeah. And I shut the laptop and I looked at her and I was like, why would you say that? Damn, LMA. You're fucked. Oh, dog, did I delete this picture? I might have deleted this picture. No, but one time I was on Omegle, and I'm not even kidding, a dude was just sitting there fucking just just jacking off right there on camera, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, do you have nothing better to do with your life right now other than this? Like, come on. Come on, dude. You're better than this. You've obviously never been super down bad. It's like, that's a lie. I know you. 
I'm I stay down bad. Me too. I stay down bad. Like Julia Hart joined uh, House of Black, and soon as she missed it, uh, soon as she missed it, and I forgot whose face, but she did the black mist in someone's face, dude. Mm, I about fell to the floor. I wish it was me. Wish it was me. I was. I knew you would be somebody like that because I was thinking about it. Oh, dog! I be. I can't find it, dude. While we're on the topic of uh, females and online services, I met with a chick on Tinder, and me and her exchanged Snapchats, and she was like, "You're gonna play twenty questions," and I was like, "Oh, fuck! Here we go!" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "I'll go first. Uh, what's your favorite color?" She said, "Like blue," and then she's like. So I was like, all right, now you're trying to ask a question. She's like, all right, what's your kinks? And I was like, bro, what? And I was like, chill. Dog, I would have went right into it. I, dog, I don't think I'm built to be single. She said, I'm just built different. I'm just built <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I'm single, I'm just going to be a whore. Just getting slutted out. At a target. Going to be a ring rat. Yeah, hundred percent. I call myself a ring. I've called myself a ring rat on the timeline before. You have. I remember you saying that actually. Uh, let's jump into the fucking guessing segment. Okay, I have one. Damn, you're ready. Oh yeah, because this one's funny as hell. Oh fuck. This this person only has one match. It was a tag team match. And they lost. They were pinned. Let me see if I can get the pay-per-view for you. Was it Ripper Manson? Nope. Jesus. It was Backlash 2006. God. This is only person's match. It was God. Yeah. Yeah, I just seen that TikTok video. <laughs> I'm assuming that's where you got it. No, I, I think I saw a TikTok about it a while ago, but I just didn't want to look at it for anyone for my first one. Was it from that uh, account that we both know? No. Because they just did one where it was like guest a wrestler and theirs was God. And I was like, Cody's going to use this on me one day. Yeah. All righty. All right. Um, this took place in Jacksonville, Florida. That's the only hint you get. TNA. <laughs> the first match, Jason Jett defeats Kiwi. So WCW. The next match was a Cruiserweight Tag Team Title Tournament Final. Elix, or Elix Skipper and Kid Romero defeat Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio. Filthy animals, okay. Sean Stasiak defeats Bam Bam Bigelow. Huh? Okay. Lane Storm and Mike Awesome defeat Hugh Morris and Conan. 
what the fuck is this? Okay. Shane Helms defeats Chavo. Bash at the beach? It is not a bash at the beach. Okay. Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare defeat totally buff, buff Bagwell and Lex Luger. Is this like 2001? It is. Jesus Christ. Um. Okay, is there anything else? Yeah, there's four more matches. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, the Cat defeats Canyon. Who better than Ken? Booker T defeats Rick Steiner for the U.S. title. Is this the last WCW show? Not sure. Dustin and Dusty Rhodes defeat Jeff Jarrett and Ric Flair. And then the main event is Scott Steiner defeating DDP for the world title. What the fuck? Um... Dog, it's 2001 WCW. It's not New Blood Rising because there's no Vampiro. It's, is it Greed? It is Greed. Oh, fuck 2001 WCW. Was pay-per-view? Huh? Was Greed the final pay-per-view? I don't think so. I know it was only a 2001 pay-per-view though. Yeah. Okay, this wrestler, six foot three, Debuted in 2005. He's a one time United States champion, two time ECW champion. Uh, Bob Lashley. Yep. <laughs> Damn. I didn't think I'd get that that quick. All right. Do you want an easy one or a hard one? Doesn't matter. I'll give you the hard one. There's no way in hell you get this one. Alrighty. This one took in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. Okay. We the love opening... Mississippi in this house. <laughs> the opening match was the Samoan SWAT <laughs> team, Samoan Savage and Samu, defeating Marty Jannetty and Tommy Rogers. That, okay, so this is... Post-Rockers break up WWE. Greg Valentine defeats George. Two Cold Scorpio defeats Julio Fantistico. What is this? <laughs> the men from Down Under, Butch and Luke, defeat Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. Is this WCW? What is this? Tully Blanchard defeats Stan Lane. Oh, this is pre-extreme ECW. This is Eastern Championship Wrestling. It is not. What? <laughs> Abdullah the Butcher versus the One Man Gang. Is this is this WWF? Jimmy Snuka defeats Bob Orton. Okay, yeah, this has to be WWF. This is a. Uh, not like this is basically a glorified indie. Oh, is this fucking Legends of Wrestling? No, close though. The main event was Jim Neinhart 
defeating J or Jim Neinhart and King Kong Bundy defeat Jake Roberts and Yokozuna. It's not Legends of Wrestling. Is it Superstars of Wrestling? No, you're getting really close, though. It's something of wrestling. Heroes? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. You kept, You were so confident that of, like, new generation WWF or something. Dog, you were giving me a fucking crazy <laughs> list. It is uh, rated the worst match in... Um, like on cage match, the worst uh, fucking card. Jesus Christ! Okay, um, this superstar was once married to Tori Wilson. Uh, debuted in '94, retired in 2008. He was originally part of Raven's Flock. Uh, then the filthy animals, then the new filthy blood. Man. Fuck you, dog. I, I was thinking because he and uh, someone else had a Viagra on a pole match, and the winner got to sleep was Tori Wilson. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> All righty. I feel confident that you'll get this one right. All right. This one took place in Miami, Florida. The opening match is the artist defeats psychosis. Wait, the just the artist? That's what it that's what it says, the artist. Okay. Uh the next match is a tag team match with Norman, Smiley, and the Demon defeating XS, Lane, and Rave. Is this new blood? It is not new blood. The next right. match is Bam Bam Bigelow defeats the wall. The wall? Ain't that that motherfucker from Game of Thrones? Um, the wall. Is that is that another John Tenta gimmick? I don't. Uh, I'm not sure. I can look that up if you'd like. I'll look up if it's John Tenta. Uh, the next match is a hardcore title gauntlet match. Ryan Nobbs defeats Three Count. Okay. Next match is a tag team match. Billy Kidman and Booker West Tori Wilson defeats Harlem Heat 2000. Big T and Stevie Ray with Jay Biggs and Cash in their side. So this is at least 2000 up WCW. They only had one year after 2000. <laughs> yeah, but you know. The next match is a false count and error match. Vampiro defeats Fit Finley. So this this is Vampiro WCW. This is good WCW. Um, if I remember correctly, this match is the one that takes place in like a junkyard. Is oh dog, hold up. Ah, uh, do not. Okay, go on next. When did that fucking match? Tag team title match, no DQ. Uh, the Harris brothers, Big Brown and Heavy D, <laughs> such an awesome name, defeat the Mamelukes, Big Vito and. Johnny the Bull, but not Uncle Tony, which is a fucking scam. Yes. That's fucking false advertising. A bull rope I quit match. Dustin Rhodes defeats Terry Funk. Is... I'm still basing off Vampiro Finley. Is this... This is one of two. This is either uncensored... Oh. 
It's uncensored. Okay. What year? Uh, they didn't have an uncensored 2001, so it's uncensored 2000. Oh, I didn't know if they had one in 2001 or not. No. <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. 2001 was all new pay-per-view names. And then you want to do one more round because I forgot to add one that a guest, or not a guest, a uh, fan DM'd me and told me to do. Okay. Um, let me think. Okay. Let me, unless you want to go first. It's up to you. You can go first while I'm thinking. All right. This took place in Chicago, Illinois, USA. Extreme rules. I love that's your first guess for anything in Chicago. The opening match was the Million Dollar Corporation, Bam Bam Bigelow, IRS, with Ted DiBiase in their corner, defeat the head shrinkers, Fatu and Samu, with Alpha and Captain Lou Albino, Albano uh, by DQ. Is this a in your house? It is not an in your house, no. Okay. Next match is a world women's title match. Alundra, no, Alundra Blaze defeats Bunakanu. Okay. Razor Ramon has Walter Payton in his corner, defeats Diesel with Shawn Michaels in his corner for the IC title. Okay, this is dudes with attitude. This is, oh, fuck. Okay, keep going. Tanaka defeats Lex Luger. What? <laughs> that, what the fuck? That threw a monkey wrench in everything I was thinking. Um, <laughs> I hate Tanaka, by the way. Uh, keep going. Jeff Jarrett defeats Mabel. Mabel. Okay. Red Hart defeats Owen Hart. Oh, is this fucking the cage match one? I didn't turn that. Is is if is it fucking SummerSlam whatever year? Yeah, what year? I don't fucking ninety four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You can't. I didn't even review that card. Once I seen that it was Brett versus Owen, I was like, oh fuck, he's getting this right now. Yeah, motherfucker, you can't give me Brett versus Owen and not. Damn, okay. they went 32 minutes in the cage. Yeah, dog. That match goes crazy. I'm going to have to check that one out. I that's, one, that's my top match. Your like, top Brett versus Owen match? No, that's my top match. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, okay, this person debuted in 1987, retired in 04. Uh, they started out as a sumo wrestler, funnily enough. Uh, or no, he, like, he was long dead before 04. He started after a wrestler, sorry, a sumo wrestler saw him in Canada and was like, hey, do sumo. Um, he notably had to cover up a tattoo while he was doing sumo because tattoos in Japan are the Yakuza and you, that's very serious. Um, after a while, oh, he went, he went seven and oh it, for three months. He was number 40 in Hatsubasho. Um, 
he was number 54 in Haru Basho and number 53 in Natsu Basho. This is January, March, and May, having 7 0 for all three of those months individually. Um, he in his last month as a sumo wrestler, he went <laughs> he started wrestling in 1987. Uh, he was trained by Giant Baba. They debuted for all Japan, teaming with Jama with Giant Baba. Teen month career with Giant Baba, Jumbo Tsurura, and the great Kabuki. Um, you know, then he moved to NWA in Vancouver. Then in 99, he made his first two appearances for the Fed in two dark matches. Joined up with them in September 99. He portrayed a lumberjack character being billed as from the northern Yukon Territory, managed by Slick. And he defeated Paul Roma. Um, then he debuted on Superstars, where he was planted in the audience to look like a motherfucker from West Virginia. Is this Steve Blackman? No, not even close. I don't know why I thought it was. Um, he calls himself... He debuted officially in an interview segment with Dino Bravo and Ultimate Warrior. He beat Hogan um, with a... Sorry, sorry. Beat Warrior with the seated Santan. Um, he was then billed as from Canada with Jimmy Hart managing him. Uh, he so was... Yes. The only reason I know that is to see it, Sinton. Jesus, he was a sumo wrestler? Yeah, and this is also John Tenta. So. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. A fucking goddamn godly sumo wrestler at that. Yeah, well, motherfucker went 7 and 0 three separate months. Jesus, dude. <laughs> fucking nuts. That is insane. Pro for three months in a row went seven and zero. <laughs> My God, bro had the goods as a sumo wrestler. Jesus, that's like it's insane. Bro said, "Hey, what did you finish?" But in sumo, no, literally. I'm looking up what the worst cards. In cage match or so I'm st- who who suggested you give me SummerSlam '94? Uh, let me look. I want to clown on them for a little bit. It is at Riz plays games, motherfucker. Riz plays games. How much shit do I talk about Bret Hart and Owen Hart on this show? How many times do I tell how much I love Bret Hart, how much I love Owen Hart, how I think they should be on the top of that whole their whole career? Motherfucker, you give me the match that they had. 
and don't expect me to get it. Motherfucker. I didn't even really know the year. It was just my brain did, though. My brain did, though. I was guessing. I was about to say 95, but something in my brain went, no, that's not right, motherfucker. Like, I knew it was SummerSlam, but I just instinctively knew the year. Motherfucker, get better. Give me some blue blazer matches. As long as they're not against Jeff Jarrett, because I know every single one of those. Um, Motherfucker, give me some blue blazer matches if you want to throw me off. Motherfucker, give me John Tenta as the Canadian earthquake. Give me John fucking Tenta as John from West Virginia. Fuck you. Get better. Play games. Be as good as with dates as you are as playing games. Anyway. Fuck you. Anyways, I am looking at uh, Cage Match's top flop 100. And a lot of them are just episodes of like Raw and NXT, which is kind of disappointing. I'm trying to find a pay-per-view. Speaking of Riz Plays Games, uh, motherfucker, there was a new Pokemon trailer that dropped today. Yes, you said you wanted to talk about it. I fucking love Pokemon. Pokemon is my bread and butter. I have a coughing permanently on my skin. Motherfucker, there were three new Pokemon uh, that were announced today, all right? One was Smoliv. It's a small little olive Pokemon. It's great. One was Palmy. It's a little electric hamster. Great. But the best Pokemon to ever be announced. All right? It's a pig. Take a guess at what they named it. What? LeChonk. What they name it? LeChonk. L-E-C-H-O-N-K. Damn. This pig, his name is The Chonk. This this chonky little pig, his name is Chonk. I love him to death. I would kill for him. He's my, he might be another tattoo. I can hear AEW in the background of my house right now. And my, if I had a tail, I'd be wagging. I can hear Excalibur. I'm assuming it's a tag team match because he just yelled, Top Hero. Who just won? The bell just ring and Justin Roberts is speaking. Fuego. Fuego won. Fuego I, won a match. All I care about AEW tonight is what uh, Maxwell has to say. Oh, it was. The opening match was CM Punk and FTR versus Max Caster and the Gun Club. Thank God. That sounds like a fucking sleeper. Wait, how are are FDR the faces and those clubs are... What? Yeah, they've done a quick uh, switcheroo lately. FDR is like mega baby faces now. And then the gun club is just heels. Because they're teaming up with the acclaimed. Ew, imagine. No fucking kidding. Here's some trivia. Do you know what the very first match of Wrestling Society X was? No. It was Jack Evans versus Matt Seidel. And if you want to know more about Jack Evans, tune into his <laughs> podcast. Because on June 9th, 
June 9th. I am recording. It's one week from tomorrow. I'm recording with Jack Evans. So I'm going to put like a little thing on Spotify on here. Like it'll be like, it gives me the option to add a question. And the question is going to be, what the fuck do you want me to ask Jack Evans? Because I want you motherfuckers to give me questions to ask Jack Evans. And if you're listening on fucking, um, uh, fucking Apple Podcasts, if you listen on Anchor, if you listen on Podbean, if you listen anywhere besides Spotify, fucking hit me up. Be like, hey, yo, Squints, ask Jack Evans this. And hit him up off your Samsung fridge. Hit me up on your, <laughs> get on your Samsung fridge and fucking DM me. But just ask me questions to ask Jack Evans because that's what the main thing of my podcast is. I ask fan asked questions because you guys have better questions than me half the time. I just, if you listen to the Buff episode, you know that. You know, if anybody can give, oh, wait, hold up. I want, if anyone can give me video proof of them DMing me off of a Samsung fridge, I will give you my real number. If literally anyone can show me a video of them, either message the pod page or message my Twitter. If you can show me a video of me DMing either the pod page or my personal Twitter through a Samsung fridge, I will give you my shoot number. And I guarantee you at least an hour of call time. If you ask me a question, ask Jack Evans, I'll just give you his number. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, that too. I, I consent to that. If you follow the pod page, I'll give you Cody's number. Oh, dog. If I'm single coming up soon, you I will put my number on the pod page. But if you follow... If you follow Cody at Interviewer Cody, I don't know what else I'm going to say. Leave a thumbs up, a thumbs down. One um, watch Showabunga on IWTV. Watch Showabunga. Yes. It's a great yes. card. Uh, I still have not watched it because I'm still broke, but it's a great card. Um, I loved being there. I was invited to the next lab show, uh, which I have a date for and a logo for, but I cannot share that publicly because um, it's not announced yet. But um, you the pod page will send you it. No. Just don't, don't. No, no, I w- no we won't. But if you, if you want my number, I'll just give it to you. But I do want someone to message me off a of Samsung fridge. I want to see if that's physically possible. I know. Like, I know you could pull up Twitter and shit, but I don't know if the DM will actually go through. I desperately, please. I, dude, I, uh, hit me up off a of Samsung fridge. I'll do anything you want. Um, you know what's going to be crazy? When we uh, get a fucking place in uh, Wyoming, and the, our first purchase is a Samsung fridge. Oh, uh, dog, a hundred percent. We just have the pod pages Twitter on there at all times. And <laughs> hey, you having something out the fridge? Yeah, hey, can you put on the pod? Can you put on the page that an episode's dropping right now? Dog, if you think I will not use our, I will motherfucker. I will live in the kitchen just to fuck around with the Samsung fridge. What are you doing in there? I'm playing Pokemon Go and you're carrying the fucking fridge on an extension cord around the... Cody, what are you doing? I'm playing Flappy Bird, motherfucker. Leave me alone. <laughs> Dog, I'm watching SummerSlam 94. Yeah, bro. Come on. The cage match in a never-before-seen way before. But anything else you want to plug? Um, No. All right. Yeah. Follow us. Follow the page. Fucking leave 
like just leave anything a thumbs up a thumbs down subscribe any of that it means a lot uh buy our merch it's in the fucking what's it called buy the tony mamaluke merch um the tony mamaluke merch 50 percent going to rain is charity for sexual assault survivors and education the other 50 percent chosen by uncle tony himself going to wounded warrior um, we see none of this money. Absolutely zero. Motherfuckers cannot afford an IWTV subscription, but also do not want to benefit off this shirt. It is very important to us. We will post receipts and all as people buy if you don't believe us, because this is something we are really serious about. This is something I was on Squint's ass about for a little bit. Um, this is important to us. Buy the shirt. Support these two great places. No one likes how the country currently treats veterans. No one likes how the country currently treats sexual assault survivors. They are very misrepresented groups and we need to give them money. That is that. Oh, hold the fuck on. I'm sorry for interrupting that, but CM Punk versus Tanahashi. Great. At Forbidden Door. Sorry. Whoa. Uh, but yeah, by the Tony Mom Luke shirt. Uh, I'll be posting the link, a separate link to that. It's on the same merch store, but I'll put a separate link just for the Tony shirt right there. Um, but yeah, no one's bought it yet, but we also haven't fucking promoted it much. And that's that's on me. I haven't been really promoting the merch store as much as I should be. Uh, but buy our merch, follow us, fucking listen to us. Fucking if, hey, if you go to the club like me and you take home a lady or a man, to your house after the night of clubbing and you uh do it don't uh, be like us and pull out be like <laughs> be like well it sounds really good right now a man in his podcast turn on our podcast and i guarantee you she'll come back for more that's gonna do it for ah! this episode, guys have a great night